Hello, and welcome to our podcast. You are listening to How Did We Get Here? Healing Conversations. My name is Dr. Leslie Bronner, and I'm a psychiatrist and a public health professional. And my name is Felicia Jamison. I'm a registered nurse and a healing coach. We all need healing, whether it's personal, in our family, or in our communities. So let's get into the show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to How Did We Get Here? We are just so happy to be back with another topic. And what are you thinking about, Felicia? Well, all is well. I, you know, it's a lazy Sunday morning. I've had my waffle, my homemade waffle. Yes, that was very good. It and, smelled good, I'll say. Yeah, and, and I'm sorry, Doc. I didn't, I, I didn't make you one. Right. Uh, I think Next I, time. I'll Next get time. A, a little bit more uh, yeah. uh, organized to say, would you like to have waffles <laughs> right. and bacon before we record? Right, right, right. Well, but we're just happy to be back um, with another episode of How Did We Get Here? I mean, I think, you know, what we talk about and how did we get here, we also say healing conversations. I think a lot of times when we come up with topics, we know that there's a lot of anger around them, a lot of emotion around them, and we really want to try to dial down the heat, so to speak, and be able to have the meaningful conversations that hopefully will start to move us forward. And so, you know, another kind of heated conversation again today is about voting. Voting rights. Yes. And I mean, this sort of came up because, you know, here in the United States, we had a recent election um, where it was very clear um, who won the presidential election with Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. However, ever since that time, it's been very blatant that people are trying to discredit those results. Yeah. And, you know, we hope that our listeners are from various backgrounds and we're very careful not to feel that we're pushing one thing or the other. However, you know, the term came out the big lie. And the reason why that started was because audit after audit after audit, they could not find the the fraudulent voting. So mm-hmm. then that's why it got termed the big lie. So, you know, putting that out there. And I think it's uh, good for us to understand where our statements coming from, where our ideas, where our thoughts coming from. And, um, and then from the big lie, you know, we won't go into this today, but then the uh, insurrection, January the 6th. So it's a lot of things. Voting rights is important because it all starts to tie into our democracy. Well, and that's really the big issue. I mean, I think that is resonating so much with me and us and a lot of people is that we're in a democracy. The most fundamental part of a democracy is being able to cast that vote. Exactly. Everybody has an opportunity. It doesn't matter your station in life. It doesn't matter what school you went to, how much money you have. Right. Everybody has one vote and that vote should be counted. And And as you say, it's not, I'm not... Democrat, Republican, independent, right. everybody should have that opportunity. Right. And, you know, you're a citizen. You uh, have a state that you live in, in this great country of ours. And, 
You want to be able to cast that vote for the people who will make laws and decisions for your state. And um, that's another passion that I have about voting rights is that it's not just about who's the president, uh, but who are your city officials? Who's the governor? Who's the uh, senators that when they got to do that vote, who is the senator that you have voted for that would carry out the care and the compassion for your state and fairness, you know, uh, equality? That's the big thing. Well, exactly. And so, as you say, it's not just about the president. What kind of things are you passionate about and who is going to be pushing that? Well, it's the local officials. Exactly. That's where it starts, at least. So then, you know, what is it? You have the primary elections and then you have the midterm but then some people get so upset that with the primary, they didn't get what they wanted or who they wanted. So they're just like the heck with it. Or the common thing that I hear is what difference will it make? What difference will it make if I vote? They're still going to do this and that. And I don't think that people should take that perspective. Well, I think that's really, as you say, one of the biggest issues is that, you know, if you kind of look at history and, you know, what people have done to fight for the rights, um, you know, sort of this ideal of liberty and equality. And of course we were brought up with slaves and they didn't have any rights. And then we finally got the amendments that gave us rights. Correct. And women were second class citizens. And then they finally got the right like to women's vote. women's suffrage and they the went through and right. all that. But I think even after that, people did not see the enforcement of these things. You know, we right. have the sort of laws out there, but if people want to prevent you from voting, that's what they're going to do, you know. Um, and so I think sometimes people can get apathetic about it because, right. well, wait a minute, I tried to vote here, my voice wasn't seen, they tried to get me not to vote over there, so therefore, why should I keep pushing myself to try to vote if somehow it's not going to be counted? And you bring up a good point about the history. And it is one person from history that a lot of people uh, may not know of her, Fannie Lou Hamer. When I look at what her life went through um, and how when she went before uh, a committee at the White House and was with Dr. King and she said, all we're asking for is to be counted as first class citizens. And during that time, uh, Johnson was the president, and when she began to speak uh, to the Democratic Party, they cut the feed of the live TV because she further went on to say how, as black people, they got harassed at night, they got phone calls, threatened, and um, she actually went to a convention and was on a bus, and they stopped somewhere, I think it was in Biloxi, Mississippi, Mm -hmm. And the police arrested all of them for no reason. Hmm. Uh, they wanted to just get something to eat, and they didn't want them there. And she said, "We can, officer, we can get back on the bus." They beat those. They took them to jail, and they beat them and beat them. They pulled her dress up over her head mm. and sat on her. Because you know, when you're in pain, you kind of twitch your foot. Mm -hmm. They had another prisoner to sit on, sit on her feet, and then they had another prisoner to beat her. And uh, when she got out, she, you know, it was like she had a, some type of concussion and needed some healing time, but I, I never fully recovered from that. Mm -hmm. And when she <laughs> recovered enough, she went back 
to doing what? Registering people to vote. And there's something about her life that says to me, how dare I stay at home? Mm -hmm. When people suffered, they got beat, John Lewis. I'm yes. not staying at home. Even if the person I want does not win, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a citizen of America and I want that right to vote. Well, and the interesting thing about that is, you know, you, you have to sort of say to yourself, voting must be important because Ooh. people are out there fighting to either keep you from voting or fighting to make sure that you do vote. So you know that this must be something that's very, very important because people have various agendas out there that they want to get pushed and they know the only way they can do it in the so-called democracy is about the will of the people. And making laws, mm -hmm. new laws. Kind of let's, let's, let's go through this little laundry list. Yes. It's like um, changing the hours. They were going to change the Sunday hours uh, and lessen that because... Um, in the black community, they mm -hmm. did the souls to the polls, and they had a ride. They had a bus, oh, okay. and they would bus people to the polls. So they wanted to change those hours. So when they started working on that, they got called out on that, and it was like, no, no, that was somebody misspoke. We changed the hours from Sunday. The, to, the yeah. Sunday they wanted to shorten. Oh, it. just shorten. Okay. They wanted to shorten it, and they wanted to shorten the early vote dates. Right, the early vote dates they wanted to change, and right, changing it away from the times that they knew people could come. Right, and then when you have less polling places in certain communities, mm -hmm. that's an issue because if you have, you know, your blue collar workers, I mean, who can stand in line for four hours? Right. Right. You know, maybe an hour, maybe two, but four hours, that's half day. And that was happening, you know, lines wrapping around a building because there's not many places to vote. Mm -hmm. um, they wanted to change um, no mail-in ballot voting. And it's certain states that have always done mail-in. This was nothing new. And they found out this past year it was, it was very helpful. A lot of people actually voted because of it. Right. And just tell me this. Why is anybody concerned about giving somebody water in line? Please help me understand this. Water and the food. You can't <laughs> give them anything. And I think that started because people said, I'm not getting out of line. And then you had some, you know, businesses that just donated water or mm -hmm. food. And it's like, that's just being humane. But that just lets you know how far somebody's going to go. To prevent you from voting. It's crazy. If that's, if that's what they pretend that they care about, whether I'm going to give you a slice of pizza and a drink in line, really? You're still going to vote who you want to vote for. Exactly. I'm I mean, it could be Democrats point. and Republicans in the line. You, yeah. you didn't discriminate and say, well, who are you voting for before right. I give you this? Right. Exactly. And so it's really getting to these kind of low levels that make you wonder... Are we really in a democracy? And then the thing about poll watchers, oh my God, like you could have people there watching and it, no, that could be intimidating. Yeah, yeah. And so the other thing people have brought up, why not just make it a holiday? So yeah. people, so everybody has that opportunity because if you're saying we want everybody to vote and we want to give them the opportunity, why not allow them to be able to do that? And then if you're worried about uh, double voting, there are some good things about third world countries. In Jamaica, when they go vote, they have like a little mark on their index finger because mm. they do, you know, they dip it and 
Right. I guess, you know, show on the paper that it's them. Yeah. And, you know, I've seen them post their little finger like, I voted, you right, know. So, right. I mean. Well, there are ways to do it. But guess what? Nobody's ever said there's a lot of fraud out there. That's I mean, the, people keep trying to tell us there's fraud and yet there's no evidence of it. So we're and trying to solve that, a problem. Right. That, that does not exist. <laughs> and the things that they find, it's like a one-off kind of thing. Like there was some guy who voted and or sent in something and his wife was deceased but it's not like you had 20,000 of those mm -hmm. so exactly and so you know what, what, what we're really saying here is that it is our duty it is our right exactly being in this country we really should say to ourselves it is our personal responsibility to figure out how we're going to vote and allow those votes to count and allow that to then dictate what goes on in this country. And I think, you know, that that part when you said, you know, personal responsibility, we should take it really serious and realize that because I look at the fact that even like with COVID, the laws that you had concerning whether you're anti or whatever, mm -hmm. but the laws that you had for masks and for certain businesses to be protected depended on the governor that you had. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Your numbers staying low. Um, when you saw that surge and to bring them back down depended on a governor that had the courage to, it was a public health crisis. Yes. Yes. No more different than you have seatbelt laws. You know, you, like I've said before, you can't drive a hundred miles in a 35 mile zone. Right. That's not your freedom and your right and your liberty to do that. You know, that becomes a public safety issue. So here again, just having the right people, even for your state is, is right. important. Right, for your state. I mean, even for schools, what happens at your local right. schools, the right. city councils, how, how much green grass areas you might have and how you're right. going to clean up. I mean, all of these things are based on these elected officials. Right. And everybody's so focused on the presidency. But we also need to know that in between those four years, there's other elections. Exactly. And sort of how do we get people to recognize that and really to be engaged in the processes between those right. four years. Because another uh, uh, thing that's real important to me, like in New York, uh, they did that bill for the no, not uh, warrants and making those warrants, I think it was between 6 and six a.m. and 9 p.m., like not in the middle of the night where people mm -hmm. think somebody's breaking in their house. And uh, something happened the other day where they thought a guy was a drug dealer and they took the door down and everything. They found like a minuscule amount of pot in the house. Mm -hmm. So they were like, no, but we think this is the house. So, you know, you got your, your informant gets something wrong. Then a family member was like, and now we got to fix the door. Right, right. And they released the guy. He was not, a, you know, he didn't, they didn't detain him and keep and they let him back out. And, and I'm like, uh, I know a little bit about replacing doors. I got a little background in construction. So it's like, that's someone of Four hundred to a thousand dollars to fix a door. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, and especially if you're already in a community that has a lot of poverty, so now you've made them unsafe, where they can't lock their door. Right. And where are they going to get the monies to fix this door? Exactly. exactly. So it's it, you know, but the police are saying no, it's very valuable to us to catch people off guard, but eh, you need to have all the right information. Exactly. And so, I mean, I think as we sort of wrap things up, I mean, 
the question that I was asking earlier, how do we sort of get more people engaged? One of the things that I saw is to try to ask people, what issues are you passionate about? Right. You know, to try to see how those issues and what you're passionate about and how that's directly connected to voting can start to get people at least more, you know, thinking more about following things right. that's on the news and that kind of stuff. Just to keep up, yeah, and stay engaged. Um, you know, it's not something to fight about or to name call about. And I think that even when you vote and who you did not select wins, you know, it's not a time to get angry and start talking rude to each other. Let's just move forward. Yeah, move forward and see how you can maybe engage with that person to sort of exactly. see how maybe part of your agenda could get could get met, moved, moved uh, forward. And so I think part of it is, as you say, allowing the process to move forward, seeing how you can be a part of that process, right. bringing family and friends along with you and making the process as easy as possible right. is the best way for us to be able to yeah, get people out and there I know vote. we're wrapping up, but when I thought about this, I said, I about wanted to change the name of the show to How in the World Did We Get Here? <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm like, this is crazy. Yes, But yes. better days ahead, everybody, and um, stay involved and stay active in your community. Right. Thank you, and we will see you next time. You've been listening to our podcast, How Did We Get Here? healing conversations. I hope you enjoyed the show and we look forward to having you join us for future episodes. If you enjoyed the show, please give us a subscribe and leave a comment on your favorite podcasting app. We will be putting out episodes weekly, so please join us.